I want to welcome you to Healing Begins, and I'm glad you're listening. Today again, we have Shandy Longcore on with us, and today she's going to talk about her ministry, Bracing Imperfections. I don't know if you ever felt imperfect. I know I have. So this ought to be a great program. Shandy, come on in. Say hi. Hello, everyone. Thanks for having me. I love the fact that we can talk about embracing imperfections because I truly feel like when we start to do that, we can start to live. And so what I mean by that is once we embrace that we are not perfect, lean into that fact, um, then we can really start to honor that maybe you know, find out why we're meant to live this life. You know, you're talking about embracing imperfections. I'm going to tell you what I'm coming to my mind. Yeah, yeah. A lot of times in school, kids are bullied because of their imperfections or what others think is an imperfection. And kids are bullied and pushed around and mean words are spoken that should never be spoken. And yet in the midst of all of our imperfections, there's beauty that God has. And so that came to my mind. I love it. Uh, when, when you were talking about embracing the imperfections, because there might be several kids listening to this who say, yeah, that's me. Or maybe you're an adult and you say, yep, yep. I was pushed around to right, school. Right. Uh, I was called names. Yeah. It's, it's not easy. Let's acknowledge that. It's right. definitely not easy, especially if you are receiving comments or looks and things like that. But I think when we start to get past that and into a state of healing where we no longer care about those comments or those looks and we start acting on why we're here and bucket filling and sharing love and man, it's, it's a beautiful transition when we start to do that. So what's bucket filling? Oh, great question. So I, the idea is that we all have this invisible bucket and we're going through life in our everyday and every interaction you have usually lands in one of two categories. One is you've, your bucket is being added to or taken away. And so obviously I feel that we're called to bucket fill people and add to their day. Well, one of the things you don't know about me, because I haven't, uh, Shandy and I just met, so she doesn't know my backstory. Oh, she's getting to know my backstory from reading my book, God Moments. So she's been reading that. But one of the things uh, growing up is I went through a lot of bullying in school. Uh, we let, we, I'm not going to talk about what school I went to, but there were some pretty mean kids, kids that would run up and just hit you as hard as they could in the mm -hmm. back, call your names, knock you down, all that stuff going on. And I can tell you, I need some bucket filling all right when that's going on. And so that really affects kids, not just for a day or two. It affects them for years. And how many kids have we heard through bullying decided to go out and end their life because they thought that their life wasn't worth living, right? It's tragic. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely and We tragic. hear about that all the time. Mm -hmm. That happens on a regular basis in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so suicide is the second leading cause of death for the 10 to 34-year-old age range. And I'm here to stop that. That's why I developed my organization, Embracing Imperfections, and to be transparent about the mental health crisis that we're in and to start that conversation around mental health. And I really believe a difference maker is the idea of helping people and being inspired to do exactly that, kind of back to the the bucket filling. So, yeah. 
Very important. And uh, for adults, I know um, it's really hard on parents when their kids are being bullied. Sometimes parents parents don't know what to do. And I, I don't have the podcast number on the Healing Begins podcast channel. We have an episode called The Shield. That's where we teach kids to draw a shield on a piece of paper. And then on that shield, they write I am statements that would help them if they're being bullied. So the shield begins to be an invisible force field to take down the words that are being spoken at them. Yeah. Because, you know, they say sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Biggest slide I've ever heard. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And one day when I was working with kids, I said, Lord, I don't have anything for bullying. Uh, he said, well, you give me a picture of a shield. It's beautiful. He said, teach kids to know how to put up a shield. And whether you're 10 years old, 15 years old, or 45 years old, everybody needs a shield. And we call that the shield of faith. It's beautiful. Yeah, diving into your faith, especially if you are younger and listening to this, can be such a beautiful process of discovery. I absolutely wish when I was 10 and struggling that I would have you know, been aware of or been connected to spiritual care consultants to be coached on that shield. And so I think it's, uh, Pastor Gail has really pretty powerful words in the idea of that. And, and the I am statements are a part of that shield. And so I love a couple of them that are my favorite is, um, I am Christ's friend. I am beautifully created. I am complete in Christ. And I am free from all fear, including that fear of someone that's potentially, you know, taking away from your bucket. I have an I am statement. That's my favorite. What's your favorite? And I don't know if it's on this list or not, but it is for the kids. I am a treasure. Well, that's beautiful. And the reason treasure, it says in Corinthians that we have this treasure in jars of clay. Jars of clay because God made man from the dust of the earth. Treasure in the Greek language speaks of the secret purposes and plans for God for your life before you were born. So when you were born, God put a very specific treasure in you and he designed you for a reason and a purpose and to do something incredible. Yeah, I, I can't agree with that more because I feel that we're all led to do things on this earth that help other people. And, you know, we're call it a calling, call it um, your purpose. And I think that that's that treasure you're referring to. And doing that with your shield and your faith is, is a beautiful thing. It can help you get through storms in life. Like, it, like, especially if you have, you know, the term bullying, it can be used with a wide range, but consistent o over time you know, um, negative, um, you know, comments or actions from someone is in the definition of bullying. So you definitely need a shield. Now, there was something else. I, th these thoughts are just coming to me when mm -hmm. you're speaking is that there's sometimes maybe mom, dad out there listening, maybe you have a child and they have a very specific desire to do something in a very specific gift. And maybe you quite don't understand it. Don't put it down. Help them to develop it. You never know where that will lead. Because sometimes kids have desires to do things. And mom or dad says, 
Well, how are you going to do that? Yeah. I mean, come yeah. on. And they right. discourage it? Well, Jesse Duplantis was telling a story. He's one of my favorite preachers. And he said he grew up in a double wide. And he said to his mama one day, Mama, one day I'm going to build you a big house. <laughs> and she said to him, Boy, how are you going to build me a big house? You're living in a double wide, sleeping on a floor. Now, we're not saying anything about double wide trailers. But guess what? Later in his life, he became successful, and he built his mom a brand new house. He said, Mama, here's your house. And he had desires when he was young that his mama said, how are you going to do that? And so embracing the imperfections, but how about embracing the also the amazing gifts and talents that might be a little different than what you're used to? My dad said to me, too. He said, you know, Gail, you are a hard boy to raise. Why? He said he didn't understand me because the way I thought, my ideas, the spirituality, he didn't understand where God was taken. But my daddy and I got things right before he passed away, and that was really good. And so sometimes those ideas that kids have are looked at as imperfections when actually they're part of God's greater design for that kid or that person. Yeah, it could be that treasure, you know? Exactly. And the, and the idea of a kid dreaming is, is a beautiful concept. Mm -hmm. So let's let's water that dream, you know, that seed, and let it grow. You never know what will happen and what they will end up doing. I like the words of Prophet Kim Clement. He said, now he was from South Africa, so I'm going to say it in a South African accent. He said, I see you in the future. And you look much better than you do right now. Maybe I need to say that again. I, I see you in the future. And you look much better than you do right now. And that's what I say to our team here. Don't look at people in their today. Look at them in their tomorrow. See why God really created them. Look past some of the stuff that's going on. And look for the treasure. Whether it's in a kid or an adult. There's always something good amidst all the imperfections amen it's beautiful yeah and we're called to do work here, we are you know we're called mm -hmm. to do work and um i like to say the comment that god doesn't create junk <laughs> mm -hmm. and so sometimes it's, it can be a rough road while you're discovering what that purpose or that work might be but um i would say embrace that journey and embrace the mistakes along the way because I feel like when we stumble is when we actually grow and learn as a person. And that, that's a beautiful process. And sometimes just because somebody has an imperfection doesn't mean they're not smart. Amen. I'll give you an example. Now, you're going to find this funny. I just put out a great book called God Moments and people are loving it. But here's a little secret. I'm very dyslexic and I have a bad spelling issue. <laughs> So I got talk and type on my computer, and I began to put stories down. And before you know it, a book emerged. And then you have what we call editors to help shine things up, make things look better. And my point is, just because you might have an imperfection doesn't mean you can't do something that God has put a desire in your heart to do. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, you wrote a book and you're dyslexic. That's pretty darn amazing. <laughs> yeah, it is, actually. And a bad speller at that. <laughs> yeah. But I'm a good speaker. Right. It's you Yes, know. yeah. Well, talk about honoring a calling from him, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what I did when God first called me to be a preacher? I said, you got the wrong guy. Yep. <laughs> I flat out said, 
Uh, hello, God. You got the wrong number. Maybe you maybe you needed to call eight six seven five three zero nine. I don't call that number. That's a number off Jenny Jenny. You know that <laughs> yeah, song yeah. growing up. And uh, but no, God kept calling, and finally I got to the point. The reason I I said no for so long is I didn't know how I was going to survive school. I did terrible in school. But finally I yielded. I said, okay, God, amidst all the craziness of my life, of being a bad speller, being a bad writer, all that stuff, I'm going to trust somehow. I don't know how you're going to do it. You're going to make me through. And now here, years later, executive director of ministry helping adults and children, and you and I meet, talking, embracing imperfections, and your whole story about your suicide attempt. And look how many people we can help with that. It's beautiful. You leaned into your imperfections. We embraced them. Yeah, you did a great job with that. What a what a beautiful living example of that. And that's why, you know, I, I feel it's important to talk about these things instead of keeping them in hiding, you know? Can I say it was hard to embrace them? Oh, absolutely. It's probably so, one of the hardest journeys we go on, right? It's painful to embrace an imperfection. Mm -hmm. Because you, you can't think, there is no way God could use me. There's no way I could do that. There's no way I could succeed. And the thing that limits you is not your imperfections. The thing that limits you is the lies you believe about yourself. Yeah, yeah. That's the limiting factor, right? Yeah. So, I don't know what your imperfection is. <laughs> but I, lean in. Right? Lean into it. And, and you know, it kind of echoes my story. I had a suicide attempt at 10 years old. And then we hid that. I'm very, very blessed to be here still because it was in a, a very traumatic way. And then fast forward over 20 years, 25 years of hiding that story, I think I embraced that I'm not perfect. And once I finally did that, I started sharing my story after a big moment of clarity. <laughs> and then uh, I, I think it's been a beautiful journey when we can surrender ourselves that we're not perfect. But and that's okay. Not? Yeah, it's beautiful. It has to be okay mm -hmm. because we got to get to the point where we say, I almost said something I shouldn't have on the air because sometimes I think we just need to be raw and honest. I don't care what anyone else thinks about me. All that matters is I know that I'm loved and God loves me. And despite what I might see as an imperfection, you know, the Bible says when I am weak, he is strong. Aha. Mm -hmm. So the Bible tells me that God chose the weak things and the things that are to nullify the things that are so that no one can boast before him. So yeah, going out and doing things, they think, wow, you're really talented. Really? Uh, not so much. I know what my weaknesses are, but in my weaknesses, in my imperfections, then whose light gets to shine through? Right. We have someone carrying us the whole time. Exactly. Mm -hmm. and I, I think... If you're resistant to your faith, I want to encourage you to let those walls come down mm -hmm. and to reach out and to lean into him and let it go. I mean, you <laughs> I don't know if it's a news flash to you, but you are not powerful by yourself. Or maybe even this. Maybe they're listening and they say, I don't have faith. Yeah. I'm not maybe. religious at all. Well, our voices are coming through to you wherever you're at. And we want you to know that you're valuable and that you're loved. And that might have been the first time you ever heard that message. But please receive it. Absolutely. And I, I've i said this before, and I, I cannot stress it enough, is that you were created for a reason. And I think 
that's an interesting journey in figuring that out and it can change. So, you know, you think you have, you can have more than one calling in life. And so I think just in leaning into that journey is a beautiful thing. And it is a journey. Now, now I grew up, I was born in 1960, so I'm a little younger than Shandy. I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm a little older than Shandy. But when my mom and dad went on a trip, we didn't have GPS. Right. We had one of these fold out maps. Yes. (laughs) And my dad would take his pencil and he would begin to mark mark out the course that we were to go on. And finding out what we're called to do and what we're called to be is kind of like that. It's a it's an unfolding. When we get through one fold, another fold opens and another fold opens. It's not here it is all at once, because I'm gonna tell you why I'm glad God didn't do that to me. If he just showed me the end from the beginning all at once, I'd have ran away, screwed it all up, and never made it. That's how it would have been. (laughs) So God takes us step by step, little by little, right? And there's that unfolding. Once you go through one thing, you go through another thing. He keeps unfolding. And then one day, you have a revelation. Wow. I'm going to use my pain as my my misery is going to become my ministry. It's beautiful. It is. It is. And Shandy? Yes. I'm glad you lived. Amen. Me too. (laughs) Not to make us all cry, but... um, Yeah, it was not... uh, It wasn't looking good for a while there. But it's interesting what you said. When you shot yourself, the first thing you wanted to do was live. Right. Right away. That is interesting. It was groveling for my life. Mm -hmm. Please listen to us. What is, a, what is that number they can text if, if they're suicidal or they're very depressed where they can get help? What is that number? Yeah, great question. So, and just know the number, you can text it or call it. And it's not just, it could be for you, but it could also be for a friend or a family member. And they're open every day, every hour of every day of the year. And it is 988 for the Suicide Prevention Hotline where they'll meet you with a licensed counselor on the other end. Again, it's 988. Make the call. Don't delay. It's worth it. And don't isolate. If you if you don't want to call 988, reach out to one of your friends and at least begin to talk about mm-hmm. what you're feeling and what you're going through. So basic imperfections. Any final thoughts around that whole thing about bracing imperfections? Well, when I speak in schools... Uh, I make mistakes <laughs> because I'm human and I, I like to acknowledge that's a part of me embracing my imperfections right there on the spot. But I really like to dive into the idea of the power of talking, which you mm-hmm. just talked about. Um, and you can also call, you know, not just a friend or 988. You could also call spiritual care consultants for help or, or me. You can reach out to, to me at embracingimperfections.org. And then we like to talk about getting through the millisecond. You have the power to do tough things. You absolutely can do tough things. And we talk about mental health strategies. Maybe you're in a moment right now where you just need to exercise or listen to music or get into nature or journal. Those kinds of things are tools for us. And or my last bullet point is the power of one. And how great is it that we're called to fill other people's buckets and do things for other people? So consider doing something for someone that can't repay you. You know what I'm thinking of as you're talking? I mean, you know, my mind goes a mile a minute. So I lived a while in South Dakota and I worked with the Lakota Nation 
on the reservation. And one day a guy drove by a mountain out there and he said, boy, I see a Indian riding a horse called Geronimo, crazy horse. So we went by that mountain. They said, see it? See that crazy horse there? And I'm like, man, I don't see nothing there. <laughs> 18 years later, I went back. He, they've been picked, they've been like chiseling away at the rock and stone. And all of a sudden, you can see this Indian riding a horse. It's beautiful. Aww. All the imperfections, some of the dirt and the stuff was chipped away. And the artist came out with this beautiful horse and Indian and the rider. We are that masterpiece mm -hmm. that God makes. And then he allows us to chip off some of the, the gunk on our lives and that yeah. we are that masterpiece right. and that comes out. And so I wanted to say you are a masterpiece. Yeah. So, Shandy, do you want to pray for people that are sure. struggling with their imperfections right now? I'd love to. Dear Lord, thank you so much for everyone listening and please give them your spirit and that they may know and feel you coddling them and hugging them and holding them and walking through life with them when they don't feel like walking through life. And please, Lord, just bless us that we can understand and honor that we're born imperfect and that that is okay. Dear Lord, thank you so much for having us as your children and for all that you do for us. Amen. I'm reminded of Psalm 139 that says, how God knit us together in our mother's womb. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. And I know when we're young and maybe going through the adolescence, we don't always look at ourselves as fearfully and wonderfully made. But if the Bible says he knit me together in his womb, I'm one of a kind. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you a question. If you find a coin and there was only one of them minted, how valuable would that coin be? Right. <laughs> would it not be like worth millions? Be a big deal. We all are individual masterpieces. We all are like one of a kind. And maybe that's the first time you've ever heard that. I used to be a coin collector and I used to collect silver and gold. Mm -hmm. And I used to, I don't do that no more, but I used to collect coins and I used to like rare coins and look at them and find mm -hmm. the beauty in them. Now I switch from coins to people. I like to look at an individual and say, God, Here's a rare coin. Here's a rare person. Here's someone who's extremely valuable. Now, a lot of these rare coins will have imperfections, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Whereas like a double struck mint marker, they'll have, the coin will have some type of imperfection. And that imperfection makes that coin extremely valuable. And you know what? I speak that over your life, all of you that are listening right now. That's great. You are valuable. So, well, I'd like to leave you with a blessing that I always like to do. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you, be gracious to you, and give you peace. From Shandy and I, we want to say you are valuable. Amen. <laughs> and, and don't ever forget you're not alone, right? You're not. Don't isolate. Pick up the phone. Give somebody a call. And if you're suicide, text 988 or call 988. God bless and have a good morning. <laughs>